Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Does Jimmy Butler want out of Minnesota? What would happen to cause Tom Thibodeau to be replaced? Are the Wolves in better shape going into this season? The only question left is, say it with me, you win. Hey sports fans, Coach Nick here and welcome to the B-Ball Breakdown Podcast. Today I am pleased to have on the show friend of the breakdown, Darren Wolfson from the ABC affiliate and ESPN radio affiliate in the Twin Cities. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves and what's happening there. A little bit of a story popped up on Friday. So, Darren, thanks for coming on the show. Let's let's get into it. What is going on with the state of the Timberwolves and Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler? Well, and Coach Nick, thank you for having me on. A happy Monday to you. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely followed your work from afar and ah. thoroughly enjoy your work. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a really open-ended question. It's a question many of us here in the Twin Cities, many people outside, national NBA folks, are trying to figure out. I mean, I think with Tom Thibodeau as the coach slash general manager slash, I mean, I guess Scott Layden has the title of GM, but but coach slash president of operations, you know, with him having final say, you know, to me, it's always a year-to-year deal. I mean, I don't know how much long-term vision there is here, but you know what? They made the playoffs for the first time in 14 years last year. I don't think you win 47 games by accident. If you think about the lowly Wolves history, 47 wins in the regular season is one of the better seasons in their franchise's history. So Tom Thibodeau did a lot of good last year. But in terms of long-term vision, that I don't know. But you have Andrew Wiggins about to start a five-year max extension this upcoming season. They figure to sign Carl Anthony Towns to an even bigger max extension. Owner Glenn Taylor told me on Friday, and I'm on my podcast, Coach Nick, he told me on Friday he absolutely expects Carl Anthony Towns to sign that max extension offer sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. The elephant in the room is Jimmy Butler. I mean, if you knew that Jimmy Butler would be here for the foreseeable future, that's beyond next summer when he can choose unrestricted free agency, you feel pretty good about this team's chances moving forward. But with with that up in the air, who the heck knows? But I still think they slot into the, the top eight in the Western Conference, but are they more like a four seed? Are they more like a three seed? Or are they like last season more like a seven or an eight seed? So I don't know. Tough question to answer. I don't think the future is is as dire as maybe others think, but I don't know how bright the future is. Okay, a lot to unpack there. So let's look at Jimmy Butler's contract situation. He is on under contract for twenty and a half million bucks for twenty eighteen nineteen. He's got his own option in twenty nineteen twenty to either renew. So. What came out on Friday, just so my mind is never that clear with how contracts and all that stuff work, is he they, did they offer him an extension and he declined it? That is correct. Yeah, Coach Nick. And, and that's certainly not groundbreaking. I guess where it is groundbreaking is, you know, the owner going on the record. Somebody from the organization or had somebody in those negotiations directly involved, whether it was Jimmy Butler's agent, Bernie Lee, or in this case, the owner, Glenn Taylor, somebody went on the record to say, hey, he turned it down. But the fact that he turned it down 
is not necessarily a surprise. I mean, just logically speaking, he can wait a year from now. He can sign an extension with the Wolves for five years worth up to $190 million. He can sign with another team. A lot of people have speculated about whether it's the Knicks, the Nets, any number of teams will have cap space a summer from now. He can sign a four-year, $140 million deal with you name the team that's not the Wolves. So why would you sign a four-year, $110 million extension right now? I don't think it says anything about his feelings long-term about the franchise. I just think from a logical standpoint, he can make a ton more money a year from now. Now, I get it. He's been injury-prone. There is an injury history there with Jimmy. Jimmy plays the game so incredibly hard, you know, that, that some sort of catastrophic injury could always happen. You know, a Boogie Cousins like Achilles type injury. I mean, you can't, you can't dismiss that from the realm of, of possibilities. But, but I think if you're Bernie Lee, if you're Jimmy Butler, you are betting on him maintaining relative health this upcoming year and then choosing unrestricted free agency a year from now where you can make either $140 million from another team or $190 million to stay here in Minnesota. Well, I know with all that extra money, Jimmy Butler certainly wouldn't be worried about losing his hair anytime soon, but you may be. It's a very real possibility, and in the past, we'd have to shrug and wear our Just Another Sexy Bald Guy t-shirts. But not anymore. Hims is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Hims will connect you with real doctors with medical-grade solutions to get the hair growing back on your head. No awkward doctor visits where you have to bend over and cough. No wasting time with a bunch of nervous people in the waiting room. Just open up that browser window, type in forhims.com, and the solution to your problems gets shipped to your door. Order now. My listeners get a free trial month of hymns for just five bucks today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash coach Nick. That's forhims.com slash coach Nick and throw away that other t-shirt that says it's not a ball spot, it's a solar panel for a sex machine. For sure. And I, I've kind of gotten burned recently because I used to say, you know, if the guy isn't saying to the fan base and to everybody in the in the organization, I want to retire at Timberwolf, then usually it kind of means they're, they, they're going to leave. However, We've we've seen a couple of things in the re, in the more recent past that maybe have have blown up that theory a little bit. So um, now has Jimmy Butler spoken at all about the reaction to that from Friday? He has not. Now my understanding is he will do the Bill Simmons podcast, The Ringer, at some point this week. So that will be that will be his opportunity to break his silence. I know some individuals have reached out to his agent Bernie Lee, who's normally an open book, but I know Bernie has gone pretty silent on this. So right now all we have is what the owner, Glenn Taylor, has offered up. You know, as good a coach as Tom Thibodeau is, uh, he's not exactly an open book. I mean, he's, he's the flip side on, on, in terms of, you know, being open. I mean, and heck, you know, covering Flip Saunders for the longest time, the late great Flip Saunders, uh, Flip was an open book. So Tibbs is certainly, you know, a 360-degree change from, from what many of us here in the Minnesota media are used to. But, hey, I've always said this about Tibbs. At least he treats all of us the same. You know, he may not like any of us, but – he doesn't like any of us all equally the same, but certainly trying to get information from Tibbs, from Scott Layden, from anybody else in that front office has been very, very challenging. But yeah, I mean, to me, what I'd like to hear is, you know, from Tibbs or from Jimmy is, is there any inkling whatsoever that you want to leave? 
like Aaron Mintz and Paul George were nice enough a year ago to go to the Pacers and lay everything out and say, hey, we have no intention whatsoever of signing a long-term deal here. Then Kevin Pritchard makes a genius trade at the time. We thought, oh, a depot, a bonus, blah. But it turns out the Pacers made a, a genius trade. It would be nice to know if Jimmy has any intention whatsoever, if he's thinking whatsoever at all about leaving. Because if he is, then if you're Minnesota, it would make some sense to trade him. But do I think that Tom Thibodeau, as close as he is to Jimmy Butler, will ever trade Jimmy Butler? I'm just telling you, Coach Nick, the answer is no. I just I can't foresee a situation where Tibbs, being as close as he is to Jimmy, that Tibbs will pull the trigger. Even if Tibbs has some sort of inkling that Jimmy might go elsewhere, I think Tibbs is still going to bet on, well, first off, $50 million more that they could offer, and he's going to bet on his relationship with Jimmy. So I think Tibbs is going to roll the dice that they can re-sign Jimmy a year from now. So that's that's a very interesting thing because – my take in on that is would be, yes, Jimmy and Tibbs, they're like peas in the pod. He loves being coached that way, and, and he wouldn't want to leave. But that might not be the reason why Jimmy Butler wants to leave. And so that's what I think is interesting about this, because it does feel to me, and you know, I'm, I'm not at the very many games, but I'm watching him on TV, and you can hear the constant bellowing, uh, especially on defense of Tibbs, you know, being on his guys, demanding accountability, trying to get them to play as hard as they can. Um, my fear when you do something like that so much, and it, you know, if I can hear it all the time on the TV, I can only imagine what it's like in real per, in real time. Um, you know, what happens if like the younger guys don't respond to that at all? Like, you know, uh, we're talking about Carl Anthony Towns and Zach, and uh, sorry, um, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Wiggins, both who have struggled tremendously in the defensive end under the tutelage of uh, Thibs for now. Uh, it's been several seasons. So is it possible that Jimmy Butler is looking at all this and thinking, you know, these are the guys I don't want to roll with in this environment, and it might be time for me to get out of here? I think that's absolutely possible. Now, do I think some of the national reports that have come out the last handful of weeks, whether from the Sporting News or the Chicago Sun-Times that certainly got aggregated, you know, in all the, all the major websites, do I think some of those were overstated? I do. But do I also think that Jimmy Butler is still trying to figure out after a full season – of how he can coexist with Andrew Wiggins, with Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I do. And not only those two. I mean, I think Jeff Teague, I think Tyus Jones, even though him and Tyus are, are very close off the court. I mean, I can just tell you off the court, you know, my understanding is there's not much of a relationship, Jimmy with Wiggins, Jimmy with Carl Anthony Towns. Not that they dislike each other, but in terms of just going out for a bite to eat, anything like that, I mean, the guys Jimmy was closest to last year, I think were Tyus Jones, Marcus George's son, and Jamal Crawford. And Jamal is best friends with everybody, right. you know, so I, I just, but I think on the court, I mean, who cares about off the court, I guess, coach Nick, I mean, on the court, I think Jimmy's still trying to figure all that out. I think what's possible is Jimmy still has a relatively open mind to figuring out if he can be here, you know, still wants to see if this thing can work, but it's also possible that, that he's laying the groundwork, at least internally, you know, his camp that, Hey, you know, I'd love to play with my buddy Kyrie Irving. You know, these teams that have two max slots, it would make some sense for me and Kyrie to team up. Let's go to Brooklyn or you name the franchise. You know, so I think both possibilities are in play. I mean, that's, that's the slippery slope. That's the dangerous spot the Wolves are in because, as I talked to owner Glenn Taylor about, I mean, can you imagine a year from now if the Wolves lose Jimmy Butler and get nothing in return? I mean, that would be devastating for this franchise. You know, so that to me is why – Tibbs needs to have a heart-to-heart with Jimmy at some point, but I just, I'm telling you, even if he has that heart-to-heart, 
maybe has already had that heart-to-heart. They certainly communicate darn near daily, maybe not on the phone, but at least via text. But, but I don't know if they've had that heart-to-heart yet. Mm-hmm. If Tibbs, I'm just telling you, Coach Nick, if Tibbs has any inkling whatsoever that Jimmy wants to be elsewhere, I don't think you can roll those dice. But I'm just telling you, my, my sense is Tibbs is going to roll those dice and say one year from now we can offer him five years, $190 million. Nobody can come close to that sort of long-term stability. We can offer the extra year. We can offer $50 million more. That will put us over the top. But I just I think those – those are dangerous uh, dice to roll in my mind. For sure, especially if, let's just say, the Bulls end up really getting something in Wendell Carter and then Zach Levine comes back and he is really good and they they overperform. Suddenly now you're looking at that trade and that kind of reflects poorly on Tibbs if he leaves with nothing. So in my mind, if they get that uh, extent or if they are able to sign him to that max uh, after this coming up season, I don't know. Part of me feels like you would – potentially see one, uh, like Mitchell Wiggins gone, <laughs> right? Like, is that a possibility? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if, you know, if you're asking me right now, heck, you know, go with the cliched, you know, you put a gun to my, yeah. to my temple and say, hey, you know, yes or no, will Andrew Wiggins be here by the end of his contract? I would tell you, Coach Nick, I don't think so. You know, now I think one day he probably wants to play in his hometown of Toronto. I mean, could you work a deal with the Raptors? You know, that, that's a different conversation. But I'm just telling you, do I think that five years from now, so Wiggins is about to start his five-year, $148 million extension this upcoming season. Do I think four seasons from now, heading into four seasons from now, that Andrew Wiggins is a member of the Wolves? No, I don't. I'll also tell you this much. As much as I love Jimmy Butler, and to me, you have to give him the money. I mean, if he's willing to stay here five years, $190 million, you have to do it. But look at all the games he has missed going back the last few years how crazy a style he plays. I mean, does anybody track more miles on a per-game basis, running all around the court, you know, playing both ends of the court? Does anybody play harder than Jimmy Butler? There are guys that maybe play as hard as Jimmy, but I don't think there are guys that play harder than Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. You know, and you look at all those games he's missed. I'm just telling you, I would be, I would hesitate at least a little bit wondering about four and five years from now when Jimmy is in his mid-30s paying him you know, $40, $45 million a year. That would make me very nervous, but that's that's what the Wolves have, have put themselves in a position, you know, to, to do because, to me, you can't lose Jimmy for nothing. So the alternative is you just hope he can find a way to stay healthy and his body age as well. But I'm just telling you, that would be that would be something that would make me nervous. That he is four and five of the Jimmy Butler contract when he's making $40, 45000000 million a year. You know, can you rely on him for – for forget 82 games. Can you even rely on him for 72 games? Right. I mean, I would be very nervous about that. Right, because I'm looking at it. I'm not kind of surprised right now that he's, he was averaging 36.7 minutes per game last year and only 59 games played. I kind of I was assuming before I called it up, it would be, it'd be like almost 40. I forgot that they were able to actually cut it down to something normal, but they're not normal for him. When he, his 36 minutes are the equivalent of a 40-minute game for somebody else when he plays. So I hear you loud and clear, especially the 32-year-old Jimmy Butler making that much money. And by the way, Wiggins making as much money as he does now almost makes him difficult to trade anyway. So I, yes, I although you know what, Coach yeah. Nick, I'll tell you this much: I, I just, I've heard of teams that, and it's, it's a, it's a league that's starving for, for wings. I mean, had two years ago when he played half the season, in fact, 65, 70 percent of the season as a 21-year-old. And he averaged, you know, before Jimmy Butler got here, he averaged nearly 24 points a game. And I get it. 
He takes bad shots. I mean, we can nitpick Andrew Wiggins' game. Don't get me wrong. And he did not have a good year last year for his standards. Uh, for many people's standards, he didn't have a good year. But, but I'm just saying, you know, he's 23 now. Even at that money, I think you could trade that contract. If you have to trade that contract, you could trade that contract. Okay. You know, but, but the unfortunate thing is, you know, your hope was when, when you moved Kevin Love years ago, you acquired Andrew Wiggins, you know, that he would turn into, into a superstar. You know, and he, sh- he showed some flashes. I mean, I'm just saying two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, or even under Sam Mitchell, you know, God love Sam, who's now doing well. I know as a, as a Memphis, University of Memphis assistant, I like Sam. I'm still in contact with Sam on a, on a pretty uh, regular basis. I think Andrew had his moments under Sam, you know, so maybe Andrew, maybe Andrew can figure things out more so if, if there's a new coach here. And that's, that's another elephant in the room. You know, Tibbs, after next year, will have two years remaining on his five-year contract. It's a little bit easier to eat two years $16 million compared to three years $24 million. Right. You Especially, know, so if they, don't, if they don't win another 47 games, 48 games, and heck, in that loaded Western Conference, they may not be in the top eight. I think they will be, but I'm just saying it's, it's entirely possible they miss the playoffs next year. I'm just telling you, if they miss the playoffs, not only, I think, can Jimmy Butler end up elsewhere, I would be shocked if, if Tom Thibodeau was out of here, too. Wow. Darren, you're making a little too much sense for me. <laughs> so. yeah, although, you know what? There hasn't been a whole lot of sense around here, Coach Dick. I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, yeah. I like Glenn Taylor, the owner, because, heck, how many owners call you back? You know, how many yeah. owners will spend 30 minutes? I had, him, I had him for 30 minutes on my podcast on Friday. You oh, know, wow. I mean, I don't know anything about Dan Gilbert or you name the owner, but I don't think many owners are spending 30 minutes doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, So I I love Glenn Taylor's accessibility, uh, but there's been a lot of decisions, whether it was David Kahn, you know, or any number of other decisions over the years. I mean, outside of him saving the team 20 plus years ago from moving to New Orleans. I mean, there's a lot of Wolves fans that will tell you, Coach Nick, it's time for new ownership. That Glenn Taylor has made so many boneheaded decisions. Yes. You know, so I'm just telling you, when it comes to the Minnesota Timberwolves and, and things making sense, uh, you go back over time. I mean, go back five years, 10 years, 20 years. Not many things do make sense. Well, what makes perfect sense to me is avoiding the doctor's office when getting your contact lenses. It's such a hassle when you run out. And finally, there's a genius solution. Simple contacts. They let you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. They have a cool app that will test your vision in less than five minutes, then send the results to their licensed ophthalmologists who will review and prescribe the right contact lenses for you. This test only costs 20 bucks, which is great since a doctor's visit without insurance could cost you $200. Plus, their lens prices are unbeatable, standard shipping is free, and best of all, I've got an even better deal for you. If you head over to simplecontacts.com slash coachnick20, you'll get 20 bucks off your first Simple Contacts order. That's simplecontacts.com slash coachnick20, or just enter my code coachnick20 at checkout. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, and they only test that your current prescription still helps you see 2020 and renew that prescription. They don't write completely new prescriptions or examine eye health. So save 20 bucks by using my code COACHNICK20 and make renewing your contact lenses a clearer reality. Well, they could trade uh, Wiggins for DeRozan because their contracts are almost the same. Uh, I, and then now you're talking about Wiggins going home to, to, to Canada, which could maybe... Yeah, although does Toronto do that deal? I, I don't think Toronto would do that deal today. 
maybe they do it in a year, you know, but then you're also stuck if you're the Wolves because DeRozan would be a couple years removed from, from yep. free agency or a year removed, right? Yep. So, you know, do you want DeRozan? I mean, I think if you move Wiggins, you almost need to just hit the reset button and go and go way young if, if that's possible. I get it that you'd probably have to take back some ridiculous contract just to make money work. Yep. Uh, but I would think you'd want to you'd want to hit the reset button in many ways. Even though you got Carl Anthony Towns, a transformational talent, I don't think if you ever uh, have Towns that, that you you know fully need to hit the reset button. But y- you get what I'm saying that that you know if if you end up losing Jimmy and you know you, you want to make a change with Wiggins, you know to me you'd have to go real young. But if you lose Jimmy, maybe it makes sense to hold on to Andrew and see if Andrew can ever meet those expectations. And maybe Andrew would be a much better player without Jimmy. Yeah, I just it's it's a fascinating season in so many ways. Last year was just because they had so much free agent money to spend, and they brought in Jeff Teague, and they brought in Taj Gibson, and they brought in Jamal Crawford. Uh, this year is another fascinating year. Uh, the changes are not, you know, a plenty. I mean, Anthony Tolliver will be the big offseason acquisition, and I think they'll end up missing Nemanja Bielitsa, and you know, some of the bit pieces, you know, will be different. But but the big offseason addition is Anthony Tolliver, who I think will help. You know, but but let's be frank. I mean, Jeff Teague. Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, and Taj Gibson are probably going to be on the court a ton next year together, just like they were last year. Although I know Tibbs wants to go a little bit more small. Uh, we saw it in the playoffs against Houston with Jimmy playing the four. Yeah. You know, so maybe we see some lineups where you know Jimmy and Tolliver are on the floor, Taj isn't on the floor maybe as much. But, but that foursome of, of Towns, uh, Butler, Wiggins, and Teague are going to be on the floor a ton together. You know, so that, that to me is, is, is what's fascinating is, you know, can they take another step? Now, when those guys were on the floor together, by the way, if you look at both the offensive and defensive efficiency numbers, they were really good. I mean, the Wolves stunk last year because the bench was yeah. abysmal. I mean, it, it was rock bottom. You know, so when those four are on the court, they're a good team. They just need to find a way to keep Jeff Teague healthy, who missed a handful of games last year. And then Jimmy Butler missed 22-23 games. I just don't think you can win, especially with how deep the West is next year. I don't think you can win if Jimmy Butler is going to miss another 15, 20 games and Jeff Teague ends up missing, you know, 8 to 15 games. For sure. Well, listen, Darren, that was awesome stuff. Way to break that down for us. It looks really clear to me. I bet you Tibbs is gone if they can't match that win uh, total and get do better. We'll have to keep our eye on C. So we'll make sure we follow you on Twitter and everything else and see what happens with this story. So, again, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And don't forget, sports fans, at B-Ball Breakdown, run a channel for a conversation. Are you in? Are you in, Darren? I am in and I will win, Nick. I always listen to your stuff, so appreciate you having me on.